You're listening to Theme. It's like think, but with an M instead of an N. So it's Theme, a podcast for learning, an educational-ish podcast. I'm your host, Nicholas Rue, and with me, as always, is your uh, co-host, your equal host, your 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 um, your themeker and your theme oh oh Paul partner, Vine partner in themk partner in themk Paul Vine. Hi, Paul. Howdy. How are you? I'm great on this episode 74 of Thamp, a podcast for learning. Uh, shout out. Let's give a big thamps. Thamps. It's like thanks, but with an M instead of an N, so it's thamps to our new um, Patreon subscriber, Jeff Daniels. We have uh, a oh, brand new oh. special uh, tier, limited time, until the end of time, possibly. Uh, terms and conditions apply. $2 Patreon for a thimp. You get all the goodies like the first 10 episodes, including uh, three Alex Joneses and a baby. Which, are we still proud that we made that, Paul? Um, We better be at this point, considering <laughs> that has been like the prime selling point of the Patreon. Is No, I think even better than that, like Jeff Daniels, you get your name shouted out at the beginning of an episode. Uh, you get access to the Discord so you can chat and play video games with us. Uh, come get a Battle Royale in Fortnite with us, y'all. Uh, well, if you wanted to get a Battle Royale in Fortnite, you should have joined like a <laughs> week ago when we were playing against uh, either bots or children who are very bad at the game. We can make just new accounts every time <laughs> so we yeah, seem good. Because yeah, at this point... Uh, People are starting to get better at the game. Um, yeah, and we are stagnant. Hey, speaking of stagnant, um, that's not a good transition. Paul, I just feel like there's something that happened this week, which we decided not to do on the podcast anymore, but considering the thing that happened this week, you might want to bring back some kind of emergency. Oh, um, yeah. To some, the- uh, what's, what, what's the word I'm looking for? You're talking about a Musk date? Um, I, I think I'm talking about a Musk date. Um, so uh, somewhere deep in the bowels of Thamek, um, what basically when Grimes and Elon Musk started dating, um, I was a big fan of Grimes's Art Angels and Oblivion. Um, both very good albums. They're still good albums, but uh, she started dating it's Elon Musk. It's harder to with- enjoy them now. Yes, uh, and so we just there was kind of a moment where I feel like every week or every other week we would get I would do a, a Musk date to let let people know where Elon Musk is at with his plans for I, I want to say global domination. This actually will wind up segueing pretty pretty nicely into the topic today, but we're we'll get there in a second. Elon um, Musk seems to either want to go dig holes into the earth or or tunnels up into space, right? Or or fast tunnels across the earth, right? He's a burrowing yeah. man. Well, so th- there was a whole thing a where linear, he was going a linear man. Yes, yeah. There's a whole thing where he was going to uh, provide ventil- uh, ventilators to uh, like a ho- hospitals in California, and instead gave them. CPAP machines, which um, aren't ventilators. They're very different. Um, like a, ve- a ventilator is designed to basically force you to breathe, whereas a CPAP is assisted breathing, right? Like you still have to start the breathing on your own. Now, mm-hmm. there might be some way that you can jerry rig uh, a CPAP to be a kind of shitty ventilator, um, but it's still not great and then during the SARS outbreak they found a whole issue where like CPAP machines kind of um, by the nature of how they work kind of led the disease to spread because you're forcing air into like people did Elon is Elon is Grimes and Elon Musk's baby named CPAP machine no um so they had a baby. Um, they had a baby whose name is currently. Well, 
this name will definitely change. I see no future in which this baby does not change and run away from home. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest, but the baby's name is X, the unknown variable. <laughs> Ash. Um, I forget the explanation for why they picked Ash. I, I believe I believe Grimes said that it was her uh, fairy spelling of AI. Okay, that sure. Um, and then uh, A12, which is the predecessor to the SR71 Blackbird, um, which is, um, I guess, Elon Musk and Grimes' favorite uh, plane, airplane, Aer- hey, Paul, aeronautic. What's your, what's, what's your favorite plane? Uh, first off, I don't really have one. Um, because I like that seems like a goofy thing to have, I guess. Um, mine's JJ the jet. Mine is, uh, oh, leaving on a jet. My second favorite plane is the plane, um, that Dane Cook voices in, uh, the animated movie planes. Uh, my, mine is probably Jefferson air. Um, Anyway, so so they 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 have a favorite plane, which is fine. Um, Their favorite plane is don't plane shame. Maybe the most famous plane besides like the Concorde or the Boeing seven forty seven. Right, like what you're saying is it's kind of a basic plane choice. Yeah, it's definitely which is fine. You know, you don't have if you're to. Gonna act, if you're gonna if you're gonna act like you're into planes, pick maybe like an oh, you know plane what? Mine, is what you're saying. Uh, hold on, I have to look up the actual name. Okay, um, real quick, I did look it up, and Dane Cook's character is named in the movie Planes is named Dusty Crophopper. So that's good. Um, my so now favorite, Dusty Crophopper is my favorite plane. Uh, if I had to pick an actual plane, I think my favorite is probably the Fairchild Republic A-10 Thunderbolt uh, 2, which is also known as the Warthog. Um, and it's only because when I was a kid, I saw a bunch of them, think, up in the uh, Aerospace Museum, just north of Cincinnati. And I was like, that plane's got a face on it. That's cool. Nice. Nice. Um, so anyway, they named their child that. Um, I don't know why. To be honest. Well, when you say um, it, it's X X Ash X Ash A twelve, right? Right, and people somehow think that it's going to be pronounced Sasha Thunderbolt. Sasha Thunderbolt. Ooh, because the A twelve is, I think, part of the same like A ten series Thunderbolt. Um, mm-hmm. how do they get Sasha out of X? I guess X Ash. Somehow X-Ash. becomes Sasha. Does that doesn't make any sense to me? Fine. Uh, the, the biggest thing is the fact that they're like, well, our favorite plane is the SR seventy one Blackbird because mm-hmm. it's 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 cool, it's fast, it's stealth, and it's nonviolent. Except the whole point of the SR seventy one Blackbird is that uh, it was running stealth reconnaissance missions so that we could later go in and like bomb places. So it's like not nonviolent in the same way that. You know, but you got. I don't even on, have a finish. I don't, this. Finish this. You got something. The planes that crashed into the the twin towers were nonviolent. <laughs> right, getting right to it. This is episode seventy four of Themk, and you didn't even have to wait fifteen minutes to get into that. Uh, I would name my child nine um, eleven. All right. Well. That's worse, I think. Um, anyway, so the... the, the sorry, t- sorry. Why? Uh, why? What's better than AE? Why Aeon Flux 9-11? Okay. Why? Sure. Because it's the other variable. Um, Aeon is, Flux. Because a- uh, that's a pretty cool anime, and I sure love some... Charlize Theron. Uh, and then uh, 9-11, because, um, I don't know, I just like the number. When's the last time the country as a whole came together? Um, oh, I didn't even think about that. I was thinking about 
I was thinking about how when you add nine to eleven, it's it's twenty. That's true. Um, Which is double completion if ten's the number of completion. Uh, so to 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 get us into our topic, um, the thing that Elon Musk has been very excited about for the last like five years, and part of why he wants to build a tunnel into space, um, is space travel. And specifically, mm-hmm. he wants to go put people on Mars, um, which is the plot to one of the movies that we watched. One of the part movies. Of our, um, I guess it could also be the plot to the other movie, but I don't think that's true. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I watched uh, one movie and then about one third of another movie. That's okay, because I've watched both movies. Um, and wait, what movies did you watch? I watched Doom and Silent Hill. I did not even remember that there was a Silent Hill. I watched Doom and then I fucked up. I got the extended cut, so I did extra. I didn't even need to do that much. Uh, the extended cut just has like brief nudity, I think, which nice. Um, and then Silent Hill, I don't know. I just well, we'll get into what I did. I found out they made a new Doom movie. But, um, so Doom is about Mars. And, well, you, you know, you, you go ahead. I felt like you were well, you, better. You, you, you cut out for a second. So yeah. what I heard was Doom is about blank and. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, yes, go on. Okay. Um, so what I said was Doom is about Mars. That's and accurate and teleportation and demons and um marines and so it's not about the movie doom is not about demon which is the, interesting the, well it's complicated so the video game doom right you're right the movie doom is about mutants yeah they're like uh, it's about hybrids. aliens yeah it's about alien hybrids really um, so the the video game do right to do like a quick rundown of the dooms up until Doom Eternal, I think, because um, I want to get the original series and mm-hmm. then Doom Three because it's important to the movie. So Doom, uh, there's a company called the Union Aerospace Corporation (UAC) that is basically colonized mars to some degree they have been doing teleportation experiments between deimos and phobos the moons of mars wow almost like the moons of madness yeah i was actually it's gonna be we'll we'll get back to that um uh but you the main character have been stationed on mars because you assaulted your um commanding officer because you were told to fire upon innocent civilians and you refused to um so they sent you to mars do they ever clarify where you're stationed where you're asked to to fire upon innocents uh no I, as okay. far as i know they don't um the 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 plot of these games is pretty light what, what year does the original doom take place in it's like the um it is 2010s in... right yeah, it's like 2021, I think, 2022. Yeah. Okay. I think is when all this stuff goes down. So you were stationed. This is still kind of like uh, part of the quote-unquote war on terror, probably. Uh, possibly. I'm just saying uh, Doom happens in the shadow of 9-11. I don't know if 9-11 happened in the Doomverse. Um, there's not enough information. We can just assume it did. Uh, so it feels like it did. That, I mean, that's sure. Um, so you are stationed on Mars. They're doing teleportation experiments. Um, Deimos one day disappears. Phobos, a whole um, moon disappears. Yeah, the whole moon disappears. Phobos calls Mars and says, "Hey, like we're being attacked." So they send you and like a squad of Marines to Phobos to um respond to the distress call and you don't i don't think they know going into it what's gone wrong 
they're trying to teleport people between the two moons, and then one moon goes missing. Um, well, so they've been teleporting objects between them, right? Mm-hmm. And then they sent some people through, and they either did not come out, like they just disappeared, or mm-hmm. they came out, but there was something wrong with them. Like they spoke in gibberish, or they were like kind of super violent, and then eventually... One thing I read says that, like, they just explode occasionally. Was there any, um, I don't know, specific examples of someone's body going one place and their ass going another? Uh, no, that there was not. Hmm. Certainly not in the uh, timeline breakdown that I managed to dig up. Well, we can circle back to that later because I can think of one in, uh, in Doom example of such thing. Yeah, sure. But that's and again, we'll get into why that is. So, so that's like the lead up to Doom, right? You go to Phobos, Doom, the, the nineteen ninety three video game. Yes, the um squad. You get basically sent to go search the perimeter. The squad goes into the base on Phobos, and you lose contact with them. Um. Eventually, you find out that you're the only survivor, and you. Hey, hey Paul, are you yes. saying are you saying the whole squad died? Uh yes, the, the squad was wiped. That's what I call not squad goals. Yeah, I thought you were going to go with a Fortnite joke in there. Nope, I was but going with a squad goals joke. That's fine. That's we that's know a, what our brand is. We gotta go. We gotta. Yeah, we're we're Instagram. Yep, we're influencers. We're Mm-hmm. It's a podcast for in- influencers. <laughs> Inf- influencers. It doesn't work. Um, Inf- influencers. So it's like influencers, but with an M instead of an N. So it's influencers. So I keep talking about Doom. <laughs> um. So th- that that's like the start of the game. You fight through Phobos, you teleport to Deimos, you fight through Deimos, uh, which is being led by like a cyber demon. You kill the cyber demon. You realize you just gonna that say cyber demon like that's a thing that we expect people to understand. It's a big demon that's cyber. You like don't a really mecha need demon? to know more. Yeah, like a mecha like a, demon that has Wi-Fi connection. Yes, he's got he's got uh, he's got five uh, G hooked up. He's got that five G hookup. They all um, do. That's why everybody five G on the Earth to take over the world Doom style. Um, So the other thing I want, I guess, I should hit is that in Doom, right? You are fighting demons, and you are also fighting humans that have been possessed by demons or corrupted by evil. Right? You've been they've been corrupted by hell. Mm -hmm. Um, Deimos has been teleported to hell. So when you find like you beat the Deimos level, you go into hell and fight the mastermind behind the whole mars attacks which is not the it's like a spider brain yeah it's a yes spider mastermind i think is what it's called Mm -hmm. um and that's the end of the first game which is also the name of my frog band they put out doom 2 but in the time since doom 2 was released um they've gone back and put in two more chapters basically Mm -hmm. in between doom and doom 2 one is you go to Earth, your rabbit was killed, you fight the demon or whatever, get revenge on the rabbit. The second chapter that they put out, um, which is Sigil, so that that the the that first one is thy flesh consumed. Then mm-hmm. they put out Sigil like last year for the twenty fifth anniversary of Doom, which mm-hmm. came out in ninety three, so not even the right year. Good job, uh, Romero. Um, they in sigil it's revealed that actually thy flesh consumed took place in purgatory uh, and then you have to go back into hell blah 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 doom 2 hell on earth um, you've you go uh, back to doom 2 hell on earth this time hell is on earth yes. so aliens have invaded or not aliens demons hell has invaded earth they are evacuating people you clear a spaceport so that people can leave you are going to stay behind then you find out that the portal to hell has opened up in your hometown so that you go back to your hometown 
to go shut that portal. You can't shut it because it doesn't have a way to close it from Earth. So you go into the portal, fight through L. That's like that game, right? I'm trying to rush through this so that we can get to the actual crux of this. Yeah, first game thing. you go to hell. You're you're a space marine. They accidentally open a portal to hell. You go to hell. You kill Satan. Game two, you go back to Earth. Find out hell's still there. It's taken over the Earth. Yes. Um. So they made Final Doom, which is, um, not really super important. Um, Final Doom has an extra chapter, right? That leads uh, into Doom sixty four. Kind of. So Final Doom has one chapter that where the UAC, despite everything that has happened, decides to start doing more experiments, but this time on Io, the moon of Jupiter. Obviously, that goes poorly and you stop it. And then there's another chapter called the Plutonia experiment where they're basically doing more um, experimenting on closing the portals in the Amazon think it's in the amazon um that obviously goes poorly you go there and solve it whatever doom 64 opens up with saying that um to try to quarantine deimos and phobos forever we just like nuke the shit out of them like Mm -hmm. they are completely radioactive um they try to kill all the demons however not all the demons died the mother all of all demons survived. Mm, um, they killed the daddy, but the, the mother mama all, wants the mama wants revenge. Yes, and so the mother of all demons has the ability to revive all the demons and more like the knight's queen. What? Like the knight's king from uh, Game of Thrones who could revive oh, the dead, but this is the mama. So I said more like the knight's queen. I see. Um. More like the Knight's Queen. Perfect, you're right. I'll there just edit that first take out. Keep yeah. going. Um, so they are, she has revived a bunch of demons. Um, we don't know about it because the radiation is, I guess, blocking Earth's sensor from being able to know that the demons are there. Which, when you think about it, it's obvious that, of course, radiation blocks the Earth demon sensor. I don't know how the Earth demon sensor works. Well, it senses... So the Earth put a demon sensor on Mars to sense for demons, but then they didn't think that when they radiated Mars that the radiation would block the demon sensor. I mean, it's day one stuff, Paul. Sure. I I mean, I, I would like to know the mechanism by which they... Whatever. Okay, you, what I'm saying is you know how a smoke detector works, right? There's smoke and then it detects it? Yeah, but if I fill my it's house like with radiation... It's like that, but with demons... My, Okay, sure. No, if you fill your house with radiation, will your smoke detector still work? Yes. Do you know that? Do you know that? It seems like you don't know that. Most smoke detectors operate via like a visual, like laser trip wire. Yeah, but what if you shot it with like so much radiation that demons could never exist? I guess you could irradiate it enough that the smoke detector maybe just stops working entirely. So I think that's what they did, but instead of smoke, it's demons. Well, when there, when there's smoke, there's fire, and where there's fire, there's demons. Um, mm-hmm. That's sixty four. Where there's radiations, there's non-working detectors. I think we talked about that in a previous episode. Yes. Um, so Doom sixty four, you go back to Mars or the moons of Mars, go into hell to shut the portal, and this time the Doom guy decides to stay in hell and fight the demons forever. I guess um, that basically is the lead up into the 2016 which i know i'm not i don't want to get into because that's not important doom 3 which is the important one for the topic of this podcast wait hold on hold on real quick so the new doom the 2016 doom which i have i have not played yet you're saying that's a sequel to doom 64 um it's un well it's unclear because the timeline is confusing Mm -hmm. um because there is a Doom RPG that they made that establishes that the Doom guy from Doom is the same Doom guy in all the Doom games. 
who is also related to Commander Keen from the game Commander Keen. Commander Keen is a child, right? Yes. And Commander Keen is the like great grandson or grandson of BJ uh, Blaskovitz from from Wolfenstein. From Wolfenstein. So okay. basically, they estab- they try to establish that all the id software games are in the same universe. So Wolfenstein is where you have to kill the Nazis. Nazi werewolves? Or just Nazis? They're Nazis, I think. And then there's a Mecha Hitler. That's right. There's a Mecha Hitler. I knew something was weird. So there's a Mecha Hitler. And then Commander Keen is Wolfenstein guy's offspring? Yeah, he's like the... Commander Keen is a child who is like the grandson of BJ Blazkowicz, apparently, and then the Doom guy is like the grandson of. So this is kind of like a, a cobbled together JoJo's. Yes, essentially, they're kind of they're kind of just like, well, what if they're all in the same universe? Okay. Um. So sixty four, Doom guy goes to Mars. Um, and stuff happens, and in the Doom games that are recent, twenty sixteen and Eternal. They basically establish that the Doom guy joins the Night Sentinel, um, who the are defending. Sentinel is that a thing from something that I should know? No, that's like a new. That's like a new group in this. That's like okay. the war of the new games. Um, it it gets complicated, and they add in. It's no longer just hell. It's like there's like an alien species that's convincing people that it's a god their gods by giving them technology um well i want to play doom and then doom eternal so we can do we can revisit um that let's circle back to doom 3 so doom doom 3 is takes place in like 2140 2145 something like that um so like 100 years after the initial doom um which is why when they say it's the same person it's that doesn't really work super well well what if? Because he stays in hell at the end of Doom sixty four, right? Maybe you don't age in hell. Uh, Doom sixty four, I believe, is I'm trying to see if there's a timeline for Doom. Because um, I think Doom, I think Doom sixty four would be after Doom three. Like if you had to put it in the timeline, it would be after Doom oh. and the and the spinoffs. Because Doom three takes place back on Mars, where Instead of doing teleportation experiments, they've actually just been doing, um, they've been just like colonizing Mars and they find Mm -hmm. an ancient city and they find remnants of an alien species with like stone tablets and stuff. And those aliens knew how to, uh, to do teleportation. So they reverse engineer the, the teleportation stuff based off the alien that existed on Mars. Naturally. And then the a bad scientist guy goes into hell um, and decides that he now can control the demons and is trying to basically raise an army to go take over Earth. That's essentially the rough plot okay, of Okay, hold Doom on. That's a, there's, a, there's a little jump there. So we find out that that the the race of the ancient race of Martin Mar- Martins Martians, Martin Martin Freeman. <laughs> from this uh, lost civilization on Mars knew how to teleport. How does that get us to the, the bad scientists teleporting to hell? Okay. So the UAC, I think it's the UAC. I have to assume union aerospace corporation, aerospace corporation. Yes. They set up a research facility on Mars to study biological research. They say fuck the moons this time. They just go straight to Mars. Yeah, they're just on Mars. Teleportation. Or did they do this before they go to the moons? Uh, I don't know if the moons ever come up in Doom Three. Okay. So they are basically doing research on Mars, right? Mm-hmm. Including into teleportation. They discover the alien civilization. Learn how to teleport. Find that the teleport portals that teleportation portals that get open go through another world. The scientist 
who is like leading that research, I guess, decides to travel through the portal to see where it goes and comes back. Okay. And where it leads is to hell. Yes. So they're just teleporting things to hell or through hell. I think it's through hell. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, this is where it depends on my lack of understanding of Doom goes to my understanding of Half-Life, because I know in Half-Life the thing they're working on is teleportation experiments, and they're using a border world of Zen as kind of a, uh, a slingshot point between two uh, points in this dimension, and then they tear a hole uh, in the fabric of space-time that allows the creatures in Zen to pass through into our world. And that's what the resonance cascade is. So I assume it's the same kind it's of idea, but with simil- hell. It's similar, right? Yes, it's it's also very similar to like Event Horizon. Uh-huh. Um, where Which, you op- real quick, we'll get to this, but Event Horizon's a better Doom movie than Doom is. Oh, yeah, for sure. And in fact, actually, uh, I I do want to come back to Event Horizon because there is a thing that I found out later um, that is just straight stolen from Event Horizon, um, which is very funny to me. But uh, that's with the second topic. So we'll, we'll get there eventually. Mm-hmm. But um, so they're doing all these experiments on Mars. Stuff is kind of going wrong. People are disappearing. There's some um, accidents that are occurring. Um, so somebody like a whistleblower contacts uh, the UAC and says like, hey, you need to like come up here and check shit out. They send a uh, guy who's like a representative of the board of directors. They send his bodyguard uh, who has the BFG 9000. Um, so it's Doom guy, right? No, he's not Doom guy. And then there is yeah. a unnamed corporal. That also accompanies them. Doom guy. That is Doom. the Doom should, guy of Doom Should 3. we clarify? Have we clarified for the uninitiated that Doom guy is the best we have to an official name for the protagonist of the Doom series? There are some names that he's given. Um, none of them are good. And, and he's almost names? always entirely referred to as Doom guy. So... Um, based actually, on based on the naming conventions in um, the Doom movie, his name is just like Duke Doom or Jake Doom or uh, it's Guy Greg Doom. Doomer. He's Guy French. Doom? He's, it's Guy Doom. Is that real? Guy Doom. Is that real? No, but like Guy Ritchie. I love that. I love that. I love the idea of Guy Doom being his name. Um, and then so, he's like, yeah, he has like maybe he has a sister who's a doctor. And then he's like, she's like, I'm Dr. Doom. And he's like, stop making that joke. Yeah. And she keeps putting on like a mask laughing. Yeah. Talking about Reed. Um, yeah. So the she has pl- a best friend that's just a rock and she calls it the thing. And he's like, I know what you're doing. So, so the, I guess the, the, the important part here is that Doom 3 came out in 2004. The Doom movie came out in 2005. Okay. Um, if you had not played Doom 3 and you watched the Doom movie, you would be very confused if you played the original Doom or even Doom 2 mm-hmm. um, because the creature designs in the Doom movie are entirely based on the creature designs in, in Doom 3. That's okay. Mostly true, but also some... Okay, so Doom came out in 93, so the sprites are like vague at best. And there is the one that's like, I want to call it the Grunt. But what do you call like the most basic enemy? Because the I imp. feel like the the, the, the the brown ones that throw fire. Yeah, I mean that's they have Those a guy imps. at the end of the um, FPS sequence that like or like throughout the FPS sequence that kind of looks like the Doom Imp. Like looks enough that I was like, all right, they look. But if you look at Doom 3's Imp designs, it is exactly what they did for the movie. Now that I'm looking at it, I see what you're saying. I just don't think that's that different from... Like, yeah, you you could argue that it is. Now, the big one is the pinky D, right? Like, the demons yeah. in the original Doom were just, like, um, big pink demons. Like, mm-hmm. like 
when you imagine a demon or a devil, it's kind of like that, but buff. Yeah. Um, in Doom 3, hey. yeah. they are like eyeless dogs with cyber legs, mm-hmm. which they incorporate into the movie. It's yeah, just a really, really elegant way. Very goofy um, thing. So do, should we talk about the setup for the movie? Yeah, I think at this point it's going to the movie. So we've we've established that the movie is basically based off of Doom 3, which I think is important to know. It's based off of Doom 3, but also not Yeah, I mean enough. It's definitely based off a synopsis of Doom 3. It like it's based on it's based on less than our description of Doom 3 so far. The things that it has in common with Doom 3 are Mars, mm-hmm. some of the creature designs, teleportation, alien civilization. That is basically it. No demons, which is like the big thing about Doom is that you're fighting demons. Right. And they've replaced that with... Uh, we'll get there, I guess. So Yeah, I want to say that real quick, that I think one of the coolest things about the Doom series is that the early Dooms are, like... Like, they're games based, based on the aesthetic of, like, cheesy metal songs, and that's awesome. Yo, yeah, it, it, it is... Um, like, it is the game equivalent of listening to, uh, like, 80s metal music. Yeah, it's like thrash metal. Like, Doom is thrash metal. And then, like, Doom 3, they try to get into prog metal, where they try and explain it with, like, ancient civilizations and hieroglyphics. Yeah, it's more Led Zeppelin. Which Um, is kind. That's kind. Doom 3 is a good game, right? Um, it's more of of a horror game. The, the, The thing that people hated about it was the fact that you... There are, like, long sequences where you choose between having a flashlight... And choose between having your gun out. Like, that is a big thing. And so, when the game initially came out, people hated it. Because, it like, the big complaint was that it was dark and you couldn't see anything. Which, it's a fucking, like, designed to be a horror game. Of course yeah. it's going to be dark. Um, they fixed that in, like, 2012 because they released the BFG edition. In which, um, there was something called the duct tape mod. That people <laughs> you could have a gun and flashlight. Yeah, you duct tape the yeah. flashlight to the gun, and and the 2012 BFG edition just put that in the game. Um, but I never played Doom three, um, which is why when I watched Doom, I uh, like forever ago, I was very confused, and then when I rewatched it last week, I was like, mm-hmm. uh, so the setup for the movie Doom is which and Doom got re- good reviews, right? The movie, the movie? no, mm-hmm. no, no. No, there's, huh. there's never been a good. Okay, we should clarify now. There has never been a video game movie that got good reviews. What about uh, Sonic the Hedgehog? It's an Oscar no, a contender, right? By default. No. Uh, by default, yes. <laughs> hey, also, um, just I want to before we get too into the lore of uh the the Doom movie, I just want to say my immediate reaction to this movie was shock that Dwayne the Rock Johnson wasn't the good guy. Wasn't who? The good guy. That like it came he out during a period of time where Dwayne the Rock Johnson was not automatically the protagonist. He did not want to. They wanted him to be. <laughs> he should have been. They like, they uh, they asked him. They were like, "We want you to be the protagonist." And he read he read that part and was just like, "No, I identify with the sergeant more." Yeah. Okay. So, so I want to do that. And so they got shot. Carl Carl Urban. <laughs> Which I mean, good in in uh, dread, but great in dread, great in dread, uh, not in okay in the boys. He's all right in the boys. The boys as a show overall, all right. Um, it's yeah, it's all right. I, I have mixed feelings about the boys. Yeah, both the show lot. and just in general the boys. Sometimes the boys get on my nerves. The boys, like the boys, gaming with, like gaming with, comma the boys. I mean, the boys come a gaming with. I mean, they are back in town. Yeah, but true. We'll have but. more. We'll we'll say more in our boys episode. Um, that's episode one hundred. Theme gun boys. We're um, gonna get all the boys together. It's um, gonna be unlistenable. 
So the the movie starts with uh, teleportation experiments on Mars, right? Um, some kind of experiments on Mars. I don't. I hmm. I'm trying to remember exactly how the movie opens up. The movie starts with the guy who they're like, it's it's Doctor Carmack. Carmack, Dr. Carmack, creator of Doom. Or yeah, one named of the after John. Yeah, named after John Carmack. Um, yeah, being attacked and running to, um, basically, it's basically the scene from Jurassic Park where people are getting picked off by Velociraptors, but it's things that you can't really see, right? Yeah. Uh, and he gets to the lab and sends a distress call. And it's like, they're right behind me as someone dies or something. Yeah, a, a lady gets her arm cut off in yeah. the door. So just like opening carnage. Like, no, there's text, right? There's like a little text scroll and then uh, panicky carnage scene. And then the first shot you see is just like a slow fucking pan in of the giant Simper Fi tattoo on the rock's upper back. Yeah, and he's getting a call um where it uh it, it honestly the the way that that call goes down reminds me of Blade Runner 2049 when they're like testing <laughs> Ryan Gosling to make sure that he's not malfunctioning or yeah. just like they're like blue red orange repeat back blue red orange you know like doing that rapid back and forth where like they're yeah. giving him his orders and it's like orders received orders received <laughs> it's like read back orders um and they get the call to go to Mars um and you get introduced to his squad right so Dwayne the Rock Johnson is Sarge. There is Asher Sarge Mahonan. Um, there is a rookie who's called the Kid. Naturally, there is a destroyer. Which who was the guy? Is destroyer the one that was um like the most over the top performance in the movie? The guy who was not Gary Busey or Jake Busey. But no, like... no, that's, um, oh, fuck, what's that guy's name? Uh, that, was that Duke or Goat? That is, um, no, it's not Duke or Goat. It's, it's Because I couldn't remember anyone's name other than Mac just because of that ridiculous Portman. Line He's, Portman. It's Portman. Yes, Mac, Mac, because the, they make fun of his name and he is like, says a long Japanese name that has a middle name which is not I think super common in Japan which yeah, is it's weird just, it's weird because it's so shoehorned in one character is just like huh you don't look much like a Mac and then he says his full name and the yeah. guy just says oh and then walks away because that was kind of no, gag he, says, he did it oh Mac. so he, he he rolls away oh man yeah. Um, um, and then, yeah, Portman is uh, the Marine who's just uh, the, the, the Jake Busey type yeah, he's it's uh, Richard Brake as the actor who, as far as I know, he's not really done anything else. Um, is maybe doing the best performance, quote unquote, in this movie as a just because he's playing a character you're supposed to hate. Like his opening line is when we get back. Um, hey, from, hey, buddy, hey, buddy, you said what? he hasn't done a whole bunch of other roles, but he was the one who played the Night King on the fourth and fifth season of Game of Thrones. Oh wait, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, so. I, I, oh, he's also the chemist in Mandy. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he's Joe Chill. He's the one that made Batman. <laughs> he, he, okay. All right. I take made, it back. I take he, it back. This guy's done a lot. He may somehow be the most like important minor character in several franchises. But yes, um, please, please say the line that they choose for him to introduce him. He. I, I forget exactly how it opens up, but it's basically like once we get back uh, to Earth, I'm going to go down to Mexico and have a threesome with some of them she boys. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the line think, that he. Does he say she boys? I thought he said, I'm going to like lock myself in a motel room with a couple of lady boys and a bottle of tequila. It's she. He says she boys. I he remember very boys? specifically. He says she boys. Um, yes. Um, Which, like, he's probably the character with the most developed backstory. Well, no, there's I, him, and then there's the uh, religious guy. Yeah, there's the, the religious guy who's that is um, 
goat, I think. Right? Okay. All of these characters are so interchangeable. Yeah, the, you don't need to know any of them, basically. Um, so, and then Carl Urban is John Reaper Grimm. Um, and they get called to Mars. They are a stereotypical group of, um, like, Marines. Yeah, in the well, sense okay. That, so you like have movie Sar- Marines, you know? You have Sarge, which is the rock. You have um, Portman, who's the... Uh, I guess he's supposed to be the pervert. You have Goat, who's the straight-laced Christian. You have um, Duke, who's the uh, the playboy, because he's the guy that's always asking about um, the the bland white guy played by Carl Urban's sister, uh, yes. which we'll get to in a little bit. The kid, who's like definitely half as old as everyone else here. Yeah, he seems like he's fourteen. At least. Yeah, he's he's the smallest boy like he, they can like find. fresh fresh out of boot camp. Um, and then there's Mac, who like I sort of don't think got any lines other than saying his name. Saying his name, yes, that's pretty much. Uh, he gives uh, Pinky a gun. Okay, that's like that's like the, the, maybe the biggest thing is he gives Pinky a gun and some grenades. Um, which come up later, it, but like, yeah. and, and as you're listening to this episode right now, you might say, Pinky, didn't you say that was a demon, like a monster type in Doom? Oh, we'll get to that. Yes. So but first, Pinky is a man named Marcus Pinzerowitz. Well, Witzky. Pinzerowitz. Pinzerowski. 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 Polish. Um, yes. Who works for UAC? And is like the guy who um, basically welcomes them to Mars. So they go to Mars, traveling through. They've established that on Earth, in like the Nevada desert, they have a thing called the Ark that can teleport people from Earth to Mars. So the Marines are shipped through this teleport to Mars to go um, figure out what the heck's going on. When they arrive on Mars... You're introduced to Dr. Samantha Grimm. You may realize shares a last name with Carl Urban's character because they are not just brother and sister, they are twins. They're twins? Yes, they're it's no, established they're that they're they're yeah, they not twins. Okay. They are. They're twins. Yeah, because when uh that guy's hitting on her, he says, Who's older? And she says, Me by two minutes. Okay, I get that. I know it's like written that way, sure. But I've never seen two people like they just don't look alike and they don't have any chemistry between them. Yeah. Well, and, and there's a whole backstory of like. I, I, I don't parents, even know how to... Their parents died on an excavation or something. And then she followed in the family on Mars. Yes. And 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 she followed with the, the, the family path of becoming a scientist and he rejected it. And became a marine. Yes. And so you may say, and she's, um, is she gone girl? Is is she gone girl? Is she the one that's gone girl? Rosamund Pike? Um, she is Miranda Frost and she's, is she gone girl? She's Miranda Frost and die another day. No, she's gone girl. So she's gone girl. Okay. So you see her and you might think, "Mm, I don't trust her. But you can trust her in this movie. The whole thing is just that she's um, the sister of. Yeah, she's not. She winds up not being super important. Like it's <laughs> it's a movie where they're just like none of the characters really matter all that much. Well, you know my favorite part. My favorite part is um, as we just mentioned the whole family backstory that that is explained in a bit of throwaway dialogue where um, the one guy where is it Duke where Duke is like. Hey, so what's her deal? And that's when The Rock just kind of looks into the distance and he's like, family died when they were young. Brother went into the Marines. She went to the family business. And it goes back and I was like, no, I was asking if she's single. Yeah. And and there's like mm -hmm. a lot of other lines like that around her. Yeah. The dialogue definitely is, uh, feels like it was written by a child. Um, so real quick, before we go further in, I, I I guess I forgot to mention the production of this movie was that Universal had the rights to this movie, decided they didn't they weren't gonna make a movie. I believe gave the rights or sold the rights to Warner Brothers, 
who also decided not to make the movie <laughs> and then sold it back to Universal, if, if I remember correctly. Um, that sounds right. Um, one of my favorite things that I read um, about the production of this movie is after they finished it, um, they tried to get um, Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg to punch to up do the a dialogue, rewrite, yeah, and they said no. So they hired the guy who um, did arachnophobia, arachnophobia. instead. <laughs> yes, um, arachnophobia, pretty good film. Um, it's it's fine. He was also on Batman Returns, so that might not be fair. And then he's also on um, great. He's is he the showrunner? No, he's a writer and executive producer on The Man in the High Castle. Yes. So just um, further not, proof that that show is probably worth watching. Um. So so they they go to Mars. There's a whole thing where it, they find out that what Samantha Grimm is studying is, um, they have a they found aliens. They found a. They call her Lucy, which is what they called the humanoid that they found on Earth. Well. Um, they they found like a skeleton that is protecting a child, and they are humanoid, but they are definitely aliens. They possess a twenty fourth chromosome pair. Humans have twenty three pairs of chromosome. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are trying to they're just doing experiments about that. I guess um, they find Doctor Carmack. Um who they bring to the lab to treat and then he disappears. They, you know, you start getting like hints of like, there's something here. Um, and they finally, uh, they are in like a sewer and one of the guys dies. Uh, goat, the religious guy gets killed. And they managed to kill the thing that killed him. They do an autopsy on it and realize that it is human or was human. Well, no, because the because Rosen Pike has a great line of dialogue where she's like, um, "It's had its appendix removed." The monster, and then they're like, "That's weird," and then that's how they start to realize they're human. Yes, because she's like pulling out a liver, a heart, kidneys. Um, and then they see that goat resurrects. He crosses himself, which is kind of interesting. And then like mm-hmm. smashes Spectacles, his head. Testicles, watch wallet. Wall yeah, wall. and then he watch and wallet. then he s- smashes his head against a glass uh, window until he dies. Um, and she realizes that he was going to turn. Um, so he killed himself before that happened. Um, so it, at this point, it's like, oh, these are zombies, kind of. Is this the point where she takes the tongue that's laying on the slab and then she's like, no, check it out. The tongue likes this blood, but the tongue doesn't like this blood. No, Her that's, brain matter. That's later. Yeah, that's later. Okay. Sorry, a lot of this movie was incredibly forgettable. Yeah. Um. So they they find another creature. They find out that, that it's Dr. Carmack. Um, and most of the squad gets wiped out. Eventually, it's revealed that they were doing experiments with a serum that they developed from the aliens that they were injecting into people. That, I believe, is when you get the introduction of the idea that the serum chooses people mm-hmm. by she like, yeah, she puts the brain matter of um goat or somebody. She puts up somebody's brain matter next to the tongue and it reacts negatively and then she puts somebody else's brain matter next to the tongue and it doesn't do anything um and that that was the brain matter of a good person that it didn't respond to right yes and so it's it's established that um or not, not necessarily good but like there's some sort of characteristic inside people that the serum basically chooses to not okay you're gonna call it there no, the, the exact line of dialogue in it is um She's like, maybe, she's like, uh, I think the thing is, it's not the exact line of dialogue. I'll get to what I remember verbatim. But she's like, because she's trying to prove it to to Brother Grimm. Brother um, Brother Bear. Brother Bear. And she's like, she's like, 
I think it's because the virus seeks out people with violent predispositions, people that have a history of, of violent outbursts, violent attitudes, um, and it attaches to those people. It doesn't have any interest in the people that don't have those tendencies. And he's like, what are you saying? And she's like, well, 10%. He's like, what are you saying? Is it evil? Or like, it looks for evil in people? And she's like, well, 10% of the human genome is still unmapped. Some people that think that's where the soul resides. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, so yeah, they do look for good as much as they don't look or they look for evil. They don't like good. That's what the movie fucking says. Well, but then it's also established that actually anybody can get infected with the serum, but it only turns some people into monsters. If like, you're bad, you turn into a monster. If you're good, you turn into a superhero. Right. And so they, some of the creatures get to the arc. Pinky, who is a, a guy with cybernetic legs. Um, Which, that's the guy who I was referencing earlier, who, when they first introduce him, and he's has cybernetic legs, which is really like a cybernetic wheelchair. Like, he's he's attached to wheels, and he's rolling yeah. around. Um, that's where he's like, like, what happened? And he's like, well, there was a little bit of turbulence at first. Uh, and they're like, does that mean what I think it means? And like, his ass didn't go where his body did. And then they show a shot of just like... Yeah, some hit- legs... Like gooey legs, just like yes. silver, like gooey legs hitting the floor somewhere with him like screaming. Yes. Um, so they evacuate most of the people off Mars, right? Um, then creatures get through the, the teleporter because that's the whole thing is they're trying to stop the creatures from teleporting um, to Earth. Uh, so Sarge goes to basically go execute a bunch of people most of the people have died the kid finds some people who are not infected or appear to be fine and then because he hesitates to kill them or he does not kill them and he's like trying to get he, help he refuses to because right. he comes back and he's like I found a whole bunch of people and then Sarge the rock and this is a real moment where you're like damn the rock sorry damn Dwayne Johnson where um the Sarge is like, did you take care of it? And the kid's like, no, I came to get help. And Sarge is like, and then I he told just shoots you, him. We have to clear everyone. And he's like, I'm not going to do that. And then Sarge immediately shoots the kid like in the brain, and he dies right there. And that's when we find out the true protagonist is, of course, Grim Carl Urban. And he like almost draws his weapon on Sarge. He like thinks about it for a second when he's behind him, and then decides not to. And I think that's when monsters attack. Yeah, monsters attack. They kill Duke. Um, Sarge and Pinky get dragged away. Reaper winds up shooting a door that, and the bullet ricochets and hits him and is going to kill him. And that's when his sister injects him with the serum and then he passes out. That's right. He got shot. He got killed, taken out by a ricochet. Yes, and he's worried that he's going to become evil if she puts it. She, she injects him with the serum and she's like... No, I believe in you or some shit. Um, and then he wakes up, and that's when it goes into the first person sequence. Which that's is when it's good. That's when it's good only for good part about of this film. <laughs> five to eight minutes. Uh, and, uh, it's. I wouldn't even say it's good. It's the best part of this film. I don't mm-hmm. think it's that good. I loved it. I loved it because it felt straight up like a dark ride. Like it. The the choreography of the scene, like sort of had him like going forward and then just walking straight backwards. And moving around with monsters that, like, didn't even really attack him. They would just kind of, like, arm gesture at him. Yeah, it felt like uh, going through, like, the, the Haunted Mansion ride at, yeah. at King's I Island. It. I think that should have been this entire movie. Uh, well, you can watch Hardcore Henry, which is basically that. Like, that, the, the hook of that film is... It is entirely in first person and was is, incredibly is, disorienting for everybody. It, it, is The Rock in Hardcore Henry... No, sorry. That's disappointing. Um, so he fights through. He encounters Pinky, who is now a a demon that looks like the demon from Doom Three. Yeah, and also Pinky has the best CGI of the entire movie. Um, genuinely, I think that the way they have like the Pinky monster, 
when it's like growling at him and then he shoots it and it's like hurt and like tends to itself for a second but then like he fires again and it starts like lashing out at him again and then he shoots it again and it's like dying but you can kind of still see it's like muscles and blood flowing under its skin and, yes and i was then like oh the this is where all of them in half <laughs> yeah yeah for that moment though i was like damn th- they spent some time on pinky and nothing else in this movie yeah and then they there's a big fight scene between the two of them at the end um, the two of who between sarge and um reaper Right, which um, the Sarge most inexplicable inexpl- fight scene I've ever seen, but not deformed, not mutated, yeah. not like, yeah. not like anyone else we've ever seen in the rest of the movie. He's the same. He's the same enough that, like, what? Um, they give him Grimm's, like contacts. <laughs> yeah, well, Reaper uh, uh, says he has one bullet left, and then uh, Reaper says he has half a clip. Yeah, how much do you have? And Sarge goes. I got one round and then fires the BFG immediately. Yeah, okay, and that's misses. right. And then he like drops it and then he's like, "What about brotherhood or something?" And says like "Simperfy," something that's like He hey, says what? he says "Simperfy, motherfucker." Yeah, "Simperfy, motherfucker." That's right. They get their yeah. one fuck and that's how they chose to use it. And then um Reaper like empties his clip and then they decide to do a hand-to-hand combat for the end of the movie. Yeah, which does not look super great it's also really hard to buy carl urban who is like literally half the size of (laughs) the rock um matching the rock and then the rock wraps his arm in like a metal pole and it just like hits (laughs) uh carl urban in the face and it does nothing really like it knocks him back on the ground but but they both have superhuman powers at this point yes um and then the way that he defeats him is he activates the arc, sends the rock through it, and then grabs one of the grenades that was given to Pinky earlier. Wait, hold on. I just realized something. So, if the serum latched onto the rock enough to give him superpowers, but he didn't mutate, that means he doesn't have evil within him. I, th- I think it's hinted that he would eventually have mutated. Uh, because there's ma- there's a part where he flexes his like hands uh-huh. and his gloves rip. Yeah. And that's like but the th- closest you get to like, oh, this guy is starting to turn. And then his eyes his eyes go kind of wonky, and I think they oh. might do some I do they might do some sort of teeth. Yeah, when he gets thing. the classic Anakin Skywalker evil eyes. Yes. Yeah. Um yeah, and so then the- when he gets those thriller eyes. Yeah, and then he, you know, uh, he puts Sarge into the teleporter, um, does not do a thing where they, like, cut him in half with the teleporter, which you would think that they would do because they have that bit earlier in the film where they're like, you know, we're still wor- they were still working at the kinks and the person got cut mm-hmm. kind of in half. Oh, you think there'd be payoff for something they set up earlier? Yeah, you would think there's a payoff there, and it's not really. He just puts him back on Mars and then throws a grenade through um, and then grabs his sister, gets on an elevator, and then that's the end of the film. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, uh, one one thing I... Uh, great ending. One of the things I noticed about this movie, and maybe it was just me, maybe it was the version I watched, but did it seem like everything was cropped way too close? Um, Possibly. Like, while watching this entire movie, no one had any headroom. Like, they would take a shot of someone and then just cut it so that it was as much just the person in the shot as possible. Yeah, I I feel like that might be like a claustrophobia, like trying to do claustrophobia or or something. Like, I I don't really know. Um, They were definitely trying to do something and it did not work the way they wanted it to. um, It looks like they were going to include some of the other demons. Like the Kako demon, which I feel like is the one that like really would set people off and be like oh yeah the thing from doom which is like the big floating head with one eye oh the um, thing that looks like the thing from um big trouble in little china sure yeah and they didn't do that um for budgetary reason um because they put all that money into the pinky so um yeah it's not i wouldn't say it's a great film 
You wouldn't say it's a great film. No. I was hoping you'd say that. I was worried that you were going to love this movie. I'm, I would give it like a maybe a five and a half. You'd give it a five and a half? Yeah. I'm going to say 3.2. Sure. That's fine. I'm going to give I think five and a half. Five and a half means it's over halfway good. I mean, it's it's entertaining at times. I was so bored during this movie. It was too dark. Well, you didn't have the duct tape on. <laughs> the, fly, the duct tape on. Nice. Nice. Um, so, is there anything else we want to hit on Doom? Uh, Paul, I think this is an entire episode what we did on Doom. Is it? We got an hour and 12 minutes. Oh, man. I well, really wanted I think, to hit Silent Hill because Silent Hill is also not a good movie, but the designs are better. Well, let's 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 hit Silent Hill, but um, let's do it for only the Patreon folks. Okay, sure. Let's give them what we call a little incentive. Um, so yeah, if you want to listen to our discussion on Silent Hill, you can go to thinkthepodcast.com where there are links to our Patreon, to our Twitch, and to our uh, pa- page, In- Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Facebook. Um, yeah, also patreon.com slash think is how you can find it. It's like think, but with an M instead of an N. That's not in the URL. It's just T-H-I-M-K. Um, and for plugs, uh, we got a stream coming up this Saturday at what time are we doing it? 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. We'll be playing uh, part two or the at least the middle two hours of Moons of Madness. Yes. So earlier in the film, we talked about, or in the film, in the episode, <laughs> we talked about Deimos and Phobos, the two moons of Mars. Um, that happened to line up pretty well with this game that we've been playing, the Moons of Madness, which takes place on Mars. Um, where the madness comes in, we've seen plenty of madness. I've yet to see exactly why the moons are there. So maybe yeah. in this next part, we will figure out what the moons have to do. With the it's, madness, why they are moons of madness, and it's really been a roller coaster ride. Because at first I was like, "Oh, this is all about the moons," and then they started trickling in the madness, and then we went full madness. But I really haven't seen how the madness and the moons tie together. Well, so Phobos is the word for fear mm. in um, Greek mythology, and Deimos yeah. is the word for something else. Well, don't let me let me see if I can. Um, terror, terror, fear, and terror—the moons of Mars, right? Who are both the both the sons of Ares? Um, oh, David Fluis. I don't know how to say his name. I made so, that joke in our stream. Two. Uh, that's it, Paul. You got anything you want to plug? Um, you got any band stuff? You got yeah, you got up, recent band stuff. Yes, upstairs just put out. Um, some singles last Friday. Um, you can find those at upstairsuk.bandcamp.com. Uh, they are heavily inspired by the French Revolution. Um, lyrics uh, referencing that and such. Um, and we'll have the more information um, coming down the pipeline very soon. So uh, keep your eyes peeled for that. And keep your ears open. Until next time, you can... Uh... Hey. Take off your Thimkin helmet. But hey, we, what? Hey, just do me a favor. Just do me a favor. Until next time, don't don't think too hard without us. Did you have one, Paul? I felt like you had a good one. You were trying to sneak in there. No, no, I was gonna take. I was gonna say to take your helmet off. Uh, well, why don't you try one? You're gonna find uh, one. You're gonna find one. Uh, put it where the Thimk don't shine. That's it. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.